Well, happy Boiler Tuesday. Folks, we are celebrating Industrial Water Week this entire week. Industrial Water Week is the first full week of every October. And I want to welcome you to this special holiday edition of Scaling Up H2O. My name is Trace Blackmore. I am the host of Scaling Up H2O, and I am so excited that we finally have a holiday that is just for us. Today, we are celebrating boilers, and a boiler is defined as a closed vessel in which fluid, generally water, is heated to produce steam. So folks, when we talk about boilers, it always gets boiled down, see what I did there, to the BTU, the British Thermal Unit. And I think it's only fitting for this Boiler Tuesday that we talk about the man who invented the boiler. His name was James Watt, and he invented the boiler in the very early 1800s. And Folks, the invention of the boiler is why we had the Industrial Revolution. We were finally able to harness the power of water and we did not physically have to do the labor ourselves or better yet, we did not have to take care of a bunch of horses to do the work for us. So when James Watt invented his steam boiler, he went out to farms and places that could use that working force and nobody understood what it was that he was trying to sell. And that's when he converted and coined the term horsepower. Horsepower was what James Watt came up with so people could understand how many horses his machine would replace. I bet you didn't know that, but now you do. And that's just one of the things that we're going to do today to celebrate Industrial Water Week. So I'm hoping you take every day this week to learn something new about the equipment that you are treating. I also hope that you are making Scaling Up H2O your one-stop way to celebrate Industrial Water Week and we're going to continue just like with what we did yesterday. We're going to continue our conversations with people we ran into at the Association of Water Technologies Convention. The first person we spoke with was Larry Pinnell, and Larry is a great supporter of ours. He was recently with Pulsifeeder, and he was always asking me what he could do at the convention to help Scaling Up H2O. Larry, you always had a banner of Scaling Up H2O in your booth. I want to personally thank you for everything that you've done to help get the message out about our podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, here's Larry. I'm here with Larry Panel of Recently Quantrol. How are you, Larry? I'm doing well. How are you, Trace? Doing very well. So we are celebrating Industrial Water Week, and you've been in water treatment for a while now. I'm curious, how are you celebrating Industrial Water Week? Well, I'm celebrating with my customers, asking how I can help them out. That's a good answer. <laughs> so what's something that somebody listening in the Scaling Up Nation needs to know about water treatment? What tips do you have for them? Tips for water treatment. Well, never turn down an opportunity. Always look for the best way to serve your customer. 
All right, fair enough. And as far as what you are doing now, tell us about your life. My life in the water treatment? Well, I began on water treatment in 1985. I'm going to show my age here. I started as a station engineer at a hospital with three Kiwani 350 horsepower boilers, 2,000 ton Itachi absorbers, and two barley coolant towers. I worked there until 1990 where I went to Nalco Chemical. I did a 20-year stint with Nalco where I set up global equipment support around the globe. Then seven years ago, I went to Pulse Feeder where I was Vice President of Global Sales, and just recently I uh, joined the Quantrill team and moved back home to Illinois, left Florida, and I am Vice President of Sales for Quantrill. Well, all right. I understand you were a licensed boiler operator. Absolutely. So my first license was through the city of Elgin. That's where I kind of broke the ground at, and then I went on to get the city of Chicago license. So having that license, how did that help you be a more successful water treater? Oh, well, the license, the City of Chicago license is a very hard license to get. It's not something very easy. It teaches you the right way to treat a boiler. It teaches you how to respect the boiler. The boiler can be a very dangerous thing. And if you don't treat the water correctly and you have carryover and you have low water failure, you're going to have a disaster. And that's normally a pretty bad disaster when you talk about a boiler. That's correct. What is your strangest boiler story that you can think of? Okay, so I actually had my license suspended for a time. So I was doing the PMs at nighttime and I was putting it on number two diesel fuel. That was the backup to natural gas. And during the purge, and then the, it ignited off and I heard a boosh. Next thing I know, the security's coming down in the boiler room. Hey, we have bricks falling from your breaching of the chimney. So called the chief engineer in, he came in, they had to call in the insurance and the investigators. My license was suspended. I had to be, I couldn't operate the boiler room alone again. I'd have a licensed engineer with me until the investigation was done. But what happened is during the purge, the cylinder valve to atomize the number two diesel fuel stock closed. It filled the whole breaching up with full of number two diesel. And when it ignited, it ignited all the way out the chimney. Wow. Luckily, no one was hurt, right? Well, that is an interesting story. <laughs> so uh, how does someone recover from that? Do you have like uh, gun shy every time you start the boiler now? Yes, absolutely. So I hate it. I never did that PM ever again. I just told the <laughs> chief engineer, just let someone else do that PM. Well, Larry, thanks so much for talking with us. Thank you. Folks, you can just hear in the background all the excitement that goes on at these conventions. The next person I ran into was Laura Sanders, and Laura lives right down the street from me. She works with WST, Water Science Technologies, and of course, you remember that name because that is where Meredy Kabari worked, and yes, I said past tense, she was on episode 89, 90, and 91. Those were the filming Amine episodes. And folks, I gotta tell you, I received so much good feedback about those episodes. And Meredy was just delightful to speak with. She is such a wealth of knowledge. Now, she's still working with WST. I don't think it's on a full-time basis. She is actually going to get her nursing degree. So how cool is that? So ladies and gentlemen, if you will, Laura Sanders. I'm here in the WST booth with Laura Sanders. And what are you doing here at AWT? What are you guys talking about? Oh, we're just trying to sell some more filming amines, our Ultramine product line. 
for uh, cooling towers, boilers, and closed loop systems. All right. So what are sides as well? Of course. All right. You guys, of course, do oh, biosides. Yeah. Biosides. A lot of biosides. Now, what are some of the questions that you're getting from some of the people coming up here? Um, a lot of questions about the testing, of course. That's always a topic. Uh, how to figure out how much you've dosed in, and then just how the chemicals work, how they're fed, where they're fed, and how much to feed. Mainly, those are the big ones. All right. So it's been a good show for you. It's been a really good show. First afternoon, we thought it was a little bit slower, but I think everyone was trying to get into town. And then um, yesterday and today have been slammed. So yeah, I've heard Palm Springs is a little difficult to get into. People had to make a couple of connections, yeah. but once they got they here, got they've had a great, great time. Yeah, it's been great. Whether it's been great. It's not, I was worried about the temperatures looking at them on my uh, weather app, but it, it's been really nice. And by the way, your weather app will say it's 113 degrees right now. Ooh, okay, so stay inside. <laughs> and we're fellow Atlanteans. That's just yeah. too hot. Yeah, it's way too hot. No humidity, humidity here, yeah. The humidity helps. If it was Atlanta humidity plus those temperatures, I would, I would be in trouble. Now the question everybody wants to know, how are you going to be celebrating Industrial Water Week? Uh, balloons and confetti, I think, are the best. You can't go wrong with balloons and confetti. Yeah, I think that's the greatest way to go. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks for chatting with us. All right, cool. Thanks. Yesterday, we spoke with David Wagenfuhr, last year's president. Of course, he was the current president as I was interviewing him. Now he's the immediate past president. So next up, we are going to hear from this year's current president of the Association of Water Technologies, Tom Branvold. Nation, I am here with upcoming president Tom Branville. Tom, what an amazing convention this has been. Yeah, it's been the highest uh, attended convention that we've had. Uh, over 1,250 registrations and the most exhibitors that we've ever had. Well, it is a, it's a great exhibit hall. Uh, I've received some comments myself that people really like how it's so spread out. They've been having really good conversations. But I am curious, what can the Scaling Up Nation expect from AWT next year? Well, we're going, going to be in Louisville. The space is similar to this. We'll have plenty of space. In fact, I saw a preliminary floor plan today that showed space for up to 200 booths. That'll be, again, a bigger space than we have here. And coming off of Orlando, where last year we had to split the hall into two spaces, this year's been a blessing, and next year will afford us the same opportunity. Awesome. What are some of the comments that you're hearing about AWT being the upcoming president? Well, it's interesting. I'm getting some very high-level stuff and some very low-level stuff. I uh, had someone tell me that there was they were having a hard time getting soap from housekeeping in their room at the hotel, and uh, they felt like I could help with that. Well, you're presidential. You right, can do anything. Right. And then uh, I heard comments about someone vacuuming the rug in their exhibit space, <laughs> and then I've heard uh, commentary about uh, the quality of the technical presentations and a couple of the panels that we've had. So I get the whole array of comments. <laughs> So what are some of the new things that AWT is releasing this year that we can all expect? Well, the online training modules will be the big thing. Uh, many of those are complete. The entire library will be done by the end of the year, maybe a little before that. And uh, Trace, an exciting thing, there was a glitch in the testing piece behind each module. When you tested, uh, it would dump you out. It was, it was clunky. Okay. To, to, to use a, a technical term, an IT term. I'm familiar but, with that term, yeah. so it's a good term. So, so it was clunky to utilize, and one of the things we've done is fix that. So anyone that's used those modules, the ones that have already been released, and have found that kind of clunky, 
go back and try it again because the whole testing piece where you test out of each module has been greatly improved. But look for the rest of that library to be completed this year. And that, by the way, Trace, is free to members. Yeah, that's, that's a great that's, service that, that AWT yeah, offers. That's a big initiative that we'll complete here in the next 90 days. Well, awesome. Well, you're doing tremendous work. Thank you for all the time that you put into the association. But the question everybody wants to know is, how are you celebrating Industrial Water Week? My plate's pretty full, so I might try to get away from my phone and get away from my computer for a little bit and uh, catch my breath after this. This well, has been a very go. busy week. Yeah. There you go. Well, you've done a great job, and uh, we look forward to a great year for AWT. Yeah, well, thanks, Trace, and thanks for everything you do for the association. Tom, once again, I want to thank you for everything that you and the Association of Water Technologies does for all of us industrial water treaters. Having a place to go where we can view all of our vendors' wares, meet people that do the exact same thing that we do. We know that that convention does not happen on its own, so thank you for everything that you and your staff does to make that happen. Tom Tenney was the next person that I ran into, and Tom was one of my very first guests. He was episode three, and he told us on that episode how to troubleshoot a controller. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you have never been to a technical training, especially the fundamentals and applications training, Tom Tenney is one of the people that bring their equipment to the training and teaches you how to troubleshoot it. Tom will bring out a multimeter and show you what you need to know to diagnose a controller. So Tom, thanks for all you do. Thanks for all the other people that help us do that training. It's one of the most awesome trainings I think there is in water treatment, and I am very proud to be a part of that as well. So ladies and gentlemen, Tom Tenney. Nation, I am in front of no other but the infamous Tom Tenney. Episode one, one two, two, three, yeah. you were up there. Yeah. I think I was episode one. You were one of my very first guests. Yeah, you yeah. started us all off on such a great set. How are you at the AWT conference? I'm doing good. I'm having a great time here, uh, interacting with a lot of the water treaters, doing what we do with we're talking about equipment. But yeah, it's all fun. It's all good. Great hall, by the way. I, I, the, the entire setup here is, is, is kind of a wide open situation. Plenty of room for people to kind of mingle and talk. And uh, I mean, we got more vendors now than we had previously. You, if, if you want to see something water treatment wise, these are the people that make the stuff for the water treaters. So. Everybody's here. Yeah, I mean, it's here. huge. Everybody's here. What are some of the things that you guys are offering this year? Uh, well, right now we're just in the, in the stage of upgrading some of our current technology. So our top-end Nexus controller, uh, we're on the verge of uh, putting things like the 4G capability built into the controller uh, and a dual display that'll let the, the really cool touch display be installed in another part of the building and they'll actually interact at the same time. So that's, that's, that, that's where we're at right now in our company. Just keep bridging that platform forward a little step of time one more thing so it's pretty cool and my last question what are you doing to celebrate industrial water week well just uh, sales and and, and uh, taking a bunch of stuff on for the awt we went to the our, our subcommittee meetings and and uh, came away with homework lots of homework man <laughs> this organization just keeps pumping it out but it's good because uh, they give uh, this is one of the few organizations to give the vendors the people that appear at the show an opportunity to participate in the committees and the organization and contribute something meaningful and then our payback is always that the, that the water treatment industry benefits across as a whole. So we're pretty excited about that. But like I said, our big thing is we're leaving with homework. 
<laughs> well, being a part of that committee, and yeah. I might have been the person that gave you some yeah, of that I homework. Think, I think you might have been there. Yeah. But I, I want to thank you. The fundamentals and applications training, it's just come so far, and you've been such a big part of that. Thank you for everything that you're doing with I, that. I, and I appreciate that. It's, it's been an awesome experience. I think it was just literally a, a, a thought occurrence. I, I came at the board, or I came at the, the committee years ago and said, boy, it'd be nice if you guys could do something like this. And what I didn't get was, nah, we'll never do that. What I got was, hey, well, you need to join the committee and stop talking and start doing, buddy. And, yeah, and it, you it got, did yeah, that. Yeah, it got easy after that. So and I, folks, if you don't know what we're talking about, on the Saturday where we're we're finishing our last day of fundamentals and application, uh, fine vendors like, like Tom and Lakewood are there and they are showing you their wares. They're opening up the controllers. They're having you put multimeters across the boards. They are showing you the top 10 things that you need to know it, to troubleshoot the equipment. It's not a sales pitch, it's not a product pitch because we have everybody there teaching the, the, the people that want to know how this thing works, answering the upfront questions, getting your fingers in so you're comfortable grabbing into that controller and doing some cool stuff with it. And, and learning the basics in the field that you'll be able to repeat out in the field. Uh, you know, we still appreciate the phone calls. We, don't, we love talking to you guys, but being able to be on a, on, a, on a cooling tire where you don't have phone reception and knowing that next step of troubleshooting. So that's what that class has become, and I'm just really excited about it. It's going to continue to grow. Yeah, I'm excited about what it's becoming as well. Last time we talked to you, you had just finished a book. Any more books? <laughs> uh, we, actually, my son and I are working working on a, uh, my, our second book. We made enough royalties from the first book that I was actually able to fly down to Australia and surprise him, and meet for the first time, met my granddaughter as well. And uh, it was all very cool. There's a video on YouTube of it. And uh, but so right now we're writing the second part of that book. Hopefully the royalties from that will he'll be able to fly up here to the states and bring the whole family with him. So that's the mission. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. Well, thanks so much for talking with us. All right, Trace, you have a good one. Folks, I don't know if you know Tom Tenney personally, but he is such an interesting individual. He is an author. He is a motorcyclist. He writes for motorcycle magazines. He's just a, a really interesting guy. And Tom, I want to thank you for all the support that you have given Scaling Up H2O. We just recently interviewed this next person, so please welcome Jay Farmery. Well, Nation, you don't have to walk far to see some of the individuals that have been on the podcast, and I just ran into episode 93 guest, Jay Farmery. How are you doing, Jay? Pretty good, Trace. So what are some of the things that you are learning here at the Association of Water Technologies Convention? Basically, I'm looking at the IDEX, Leech Alert, the differences in that and plate counts. I think that's very important. Uh, I was talking to the experts there and asking them about false positives, false negatives, things that we have to be concerned about and how we're reporting our information. Uh, I want to learn more about how positive this is to understand, to help me make decisions for hospitals and things like that where we're doing a lot of Legionella work and trying to protect ourselves and our liability for our, for our businesses. And we are airing this, of course, during Industrial Water Week. So what are you doing to celebrate Industrial Water Week? Well, I'm working every day and having fun and talking to more clients. And I think that's the most important thing, having fun. All right, Jay. So for Industrial Water Week, what is one tip that every water treater needs to know? If it wasn't written, it wasn't done. There you have it, folks. 
Jay was on episodes 93 and 94, and Jay, I consider you to be one of my mentors. You have helped me tremendously with understanding more about water treatment and going to that next level. So folks, if you do not have someone in your life that you can call and ask questions to to make you continuously better, I promise you, you're not doing water treatment right. I have learned so much from people in my life that I consider mentors, and I can tell you as a fact that I would not be the level of water treater I am today if it had not been for these individuals. Nation, you have heard my next guest when I covered the technical training in both San Diego and Annapolis. Of course, I'm speaking about Reed Hutchinson. Now, Reed interviewed with me not too long before the association convention. So in the next couple months, you are going to hear Reed coming on Scaling Up H2O and telling you a whole bunch of information that I know you are going to enjoy. But in the meantime, here's Reed. I am here at the Young Professionals Happy Hour. I just bumped into Reed Hutchinson. Reed, you and I just got finished with the interview. It's going to air in a couple of months. How are you doing this week? I'm having a fantastic time here at the convention. Well, I am curious. So uh, you're young, you're professional, you're on the Young Professionals panel. So I'm curious, what are some of the things that you are finding at this year's convention? Well, as, uh, as always, I'm finding a bunch of new relationships that I didn't have before I came here. So... I've had the chance to be here with my dad and my brother-in-law and our technical director, Darius, and we've had the chance to strike up relationships with people we've seen from afar um, but wanted to get to know and some people we didn't know we would strike a friendship with. So um, we've had a great time uh, making new friends. Uh, and then, as always, the conventions put on a number of great papers and presentations. Yeah, we just came from a great Legionella presentation. There were four awesome speakers. Uh, I know I'm going to go back and I'm going to do some stuff with that information. I'm sure you are as well. Yeah, we had a bunch of chemical vendors, equipment vendors, uh, put out awesome papers and presentations. And then the exhibit hall was, I think, the best of all three years that I've been coming. It just keeps getting better. It keeps getting better. Now, the question of the hour. What are you going going to do to celebrate Industrial Water Week? You know, I am going to take the CWT exam. There you go. And listen to Scaling Up, of course. Of course, every Friday. I don't miss it. Thanks, buddy. Nation, the next person I'm speaking with is Lathe Charles, and you know Lathe Charles from episode 62. He has also been a fantastic supporter of Scaling Up H2O. So here's Lathe. Just ran into Lathe Charles, previous guest of Scaling Up H2O. Lathe, what are you doing here at the AWT convention? Well, I'm here representing Pulse of Feeder in their booth. Bunch of new stuff rolling out, um, getting to meet all the good friends that you make in the AWT community. So um, what's some of the cool stuff that's rolling out this year? Uh, we're always uh, reinventing kind of our online platform. That we've got, we've got a, a wizard in our booth that seems to be a little bit of the talk of the show. Cool guy, but just a real fast way of configuring your controller. It's got some smart checks and balances in there too, so you make sure you're not kind of putting a bad program into your controller. Make sure you're very cool. Now I want to know how are you going to be celebrating Industrial Water Week? I'm kind of mad. Industrial Water Week last week was on my birthday and that was super cool. I was Wastewater Wednesday last week, but now it's not on my birthday anymore. You can blame James (laughs) McDonald for that. 
He's just moving it around willy-nilly, but... Uh, I think his criteria is the first full week of the okay. month of October. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm missing out this, this year. Maybe next year it'll be back in the cycle. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a great week. You got you to gotta theme your week to go alongside it. So, hopefully, I'll be attending a cooling tower site then a boiler site. We'll, we'll see how well I can schedule that out. But there you go. I represent. look forward to hear how your plans fan out. So thanks for talking with us. Nation, I hope you hear the excitement in the air. What's going on behind us as we do the interview? This is such an incredible show to go to. I hope you're enjoying these interviews, but I hope that these interviews are making you see why you need to be here next year. Now, next year, the AWT is going to be in Louisville, Kentucky, September 30th through October 3rd. So I hope to see you there. I, of course, will be there doing my usual recordings, and I hope to see you there. But in the meantime, here are a few more other interviews that I did that I hope you enjoy. I'm here with Adam Dumler at the H2Tronics booth. Adam, how are you? Doing good. How are you, Trace? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. I want to know, what the heck is this H2Tronics stuff? So ESR, our new uh, updates to that, is about flex reporting. Uh, we have an online reporting application. Customers can log into a website. Uh, the website is customized, private labeled, and unique for their company. They can enter compliance documentation. They can analyze data they save. They can have data from controllers folded into there. They can upload attachments, pictures, generate account reviews, and look at report scheduling. All of these applications are done uh, in an online format that is like a, a toolbox for the water treater. Any customer can get to it anytime by logging into it from an internet-enabled device. Uh, we have a companion app, Aliquot, that works with it as well. And all of that is designed to help take the consulting aspect of water treatment and make it more time efficient and give our customers sales tools they can use to grow their business. Well, very cool. Now I want to know, what are you doing to celebrate Industrial Water Week? We are getting a cake and we're having a uh, special celebration at the end of the week uh, where we're going to have Frank jump out of it and surprise the team. All right. Well, you might want to make sure some insurance is paid up on that one, but that sounds delightful. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Trace. Nation, I'm here with Chris Golden of Taylor Technologies. Chris, what are you showing the fine people of AWT this year? Oh, what well, the thing we have right now is, would you like to do away with your pH meter? Your pH meter, a lot to maintain. You got to calibrate it each week. You're supposed to calibrate each week, and you got to replace the tips like every six months, probes every six months to a year. Well, what if you could do that with your colorimeter? What if you could test pH with your colorimeter? We already have had that test between six and a half and eight and a half. So what I did was I challenged our R&D people, give me a higher range because we got boilers, we got cooling towers. So what they did was they developed pH tests all the way up to 11 and a half. So you got six and a half to eight and a half, then you got seven and a half to nine and a half, and then nine and a half to 11 and a half. You could do it with a colorimeter. Isn't that awesome? You don't have to worry about probes and calibrations. It's all there for you. That is cool. It seems like you're challenging your RD department quite a bit. Last time we spoke, you said you came up with a challenge for them. I think we were talking about phosphate testing. Oh, the, pho the well, phosphate or phosphonate? I was phosphonate. Yes, phosphonate. you just corrected me. Yeah, there you go. Oh, gosh. Oh, there's, there's some brilliant guys. We got seven degree chemists in our R&D, and they are sharp people. In fact, Jason Bilski is with me right now in, in, in the, uh, at the show, in the, in the booth. So uh, great people. They like to be challenged. We got a whole system of, of uh, products 
products and projects that we've got, keeping those guys busy. You gotta keep seven chemists busy. <laughs> so it's, it's been a blast. Yeah, we challenge them a lot. Awesome, what are some of the questions that people are coming up to you and asking you this year? Questions, um, how can I do things faster? Okay. How can I do things faster? It's all about efficiencies. It's, it's about efficiencies, right, yes. And what we do is, again, a challenge to our uh, R&D people was there were a lot of colorimetric methods that we went and took a look at, and it really doesn't need three minutes, it can be done in two minutes, and it can be done accurately and repeatably. So any of the uh, methods that you take a look at that are in our colorimeter, you see that some of them are shorter times. It's just like the SteriPen, right? That was my R&D guys. They come up with the SteriPen, cut the digestion from 10 minutes down to three minutes. So that's, a, that's seven minutes, that, you yeah, can go do something else. It does. Use awesome. that for sales time. There you go. I got to ask, what are you doing to celebrate Industrial Water Week? What am I doing? Oh, my gosh. I'm thinking about a tattoo. Uh, <laughs> I, I have to ask more. What is this tattoo going to involve? <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to put it, but I'm going to ask James McDonald, who's the guru of Industrial Water Week. I do not have any plans. I was thinking about baking a cake, but I, I'm not a good baker. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to eat that. All right. Well, I'm not sure if we're going to want to see that tattoo or not, but I am intrigued. Thanks so much for chatting with <laughs> you us. You got it. Thanks. Nation, I just ran into a longtime friend and Scaling Up H2O listener, Scott Olson. How are you, Scott? I'm fine, but then again, Trace lies. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've been a great friend of mine for a very long time. Yes, it has been. Yes. So I am curious, what are some of the things that you're coming away with at this year's Association of Water Technologies Convention? Uh, the development of uh, new Legionella testing technology, uh, methods, test kits that can be done um, by personal or by individual companies, uh, testing facilities is greatly increasing. Uh, the ability of, for water management plan generation has been a, is, is being developed by several companies. Uh, there's quite a few uh, Legionella testing facilities that are here this year that are offering their services and uh, actually quite enlightening in many cases. Yeah, there are quite a few Legionella service companies here, more than ever that, that we've had. And, uh, and you're right, they all have uh, some interesting information to share. So the question everybody wants to know is how are you going to be celebrating Industrial Water Week? By enjoying the information that I'm gathering here, which is the best place in the world to get water treatment information because everybody that's anybody is here, including the big guys. Well, there you go. And I hear scaling up is a pretty good way to get some water treatment information. Absolutely. We have become converts. I, I, I claim to be a part of the scaling up nation. Absolutely you are. Well, Scott, thanks so much for chatting with us. You betcha. Have any time. I'm here with Matt Black of Edington Industries, and you guys are, of course, exhibiting here at the AWT 2019 conference, and uh, I was speaking with you guys yesterday, and you guys took something simple that has plagued so many of us water treaters and put it into action. Tell us about what you have in your hand. Okay, so a common occurrence with check valves is that eventually they will clog. So if you have a fixed quill, injection quill, with an internal check valve, the only way to clear that out is to shut your whole process down. So we developed an idea where you have a injection quill with no internal check valve, followed by a ball valve, followed by our external stainless steel check valve. Uh, this allows you to close the valve off and remove the check valve to clear it out without shutting your process down at all. A simple solution. I know many people have probably gone to the hardware store and, and made something like this themselves, you're the first people that I've ever seen that have ever put it into practice. So thank you for making an industrial water treater's life just a little bit more easy. 
Uh, that's what we aim to do. Uh, we look to uh, solve people's problems, and uh, it helps us develop new products as well, so it's mutually beneficial. Awesome, and now I'm curious, how are you going to be celebrating Industrial Water Week? So, <laughs> hopefully selling a lot more product. That is a common theme here at the show. Thanks guys, appreciate Thank you talking you with us. Much. I'm here with Scaling Up H2O Listener and AWT 2019 conference attendee, Max Molden. Max, I'm curious, what are you getting from this year's convention? Uh, this is my first year attending, and it's actually been great to meet all the equipment providers and some of the laboratories. Uh, I've got actually a wealth of information and quite a bit of new suppliers that I'm going to give a call and, you know, start trying to beef the business up, be a little more competitive in the market. I think it's the biggest, biggest advantage I've gotten so far. All right. Now, you said this is your first year. I'm sure there are people listening that are thinking about going to Louisville next year. What are some things that they need to consider that they need to be here? Um, you know, I think it's just great to get out and meet everybody. Kind of like you mentioned on the podcast all the time. Uh, Networking is probably the biggest thing. I've met quite a bit of great people here. Um, even a lot of the talks, though, staying up on the knowledge. Um, great information coming out of out of the event as well. All right, now my final question, because I know you want to get to some of these technical training seminars that we're having. What are you doing to celebrate Industrial Water Week? You know, I got to say, I'm not doing anything to celebrate it. I'm just working hard every day. <laughs> All right, so you're doing the same thing. All right, well, good chatting with you. All right, you too, Trace. Thanks. Nation, as I said before, I'll say it again, happy Industrial Water Week and happy Boiler Tuesday. I hope you join me tomorrow when we are celebrating Cooling Wednesday. Have a great day, folks.